Today, we celebrate one of the most important feasts in the church here, and I don't think that we, the church, understand that. I don't think we have the, any clue what we're, what we're celebrating today. And the reason I say that is because you have to realize that the Feast of Pentecost is like the third installment of what I like to call the Trinity of High Feasts. So, Christmas, Easter, and Pentecost. Christmas is all about, right, Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, becoming one of us to save us. Easter is all about God the Father fulfilling all the promises of the Old Testament and raising the Son so that we have eternal life. And Pentecost is the, is the sending of the Spirit. And the reason I say that, I don't think we understand how big these are, is because on Christmas Day, this church is packed. You know, we, have, we have standing room only. On Easter, it's packed. On Pentecost? Eh, it's all about a bird or something. We don't get it. Unfortunately, Pentecost is the most overlooked feast in the church year. And it, it deals with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gets kind of the short end of the deal. For a lot of reasons. Number one, Christmas is during winter. So people come because you can't do anything. Easter's during the spring, and it's always crappy outside, and so people come for that one too. But now, summer's starting, and lake season, and the Holy Spirit's just kind of forgotten. Thrown to the wayside, if you will. I was, I was trying to think of an image, and what came to me is he's kind of like a drummer in a band. Think of any band that you really like. Do you know who the drummer is? I don't. Like, my, one of my favorite bands is Bon Jovi. I have no idea who the drummer is. I know Richie Sambora, lead guitarist, and I know John Bon Jovi, lead vocals. The only drummer I know is Ringo Starr, and that doesn't count because the Beatles were, like, so huge. And the, I sh there is one other drummer I know. I don't know if you remember the drummer from Def Leppard. He only had one arm. That's incredible. But guess what? I don't know his name. The drummer, here's the kicker, the drummer is one of the most important parts of the entire band. They're the one that keep the beat going. Without that, people get off, there's just chaos within the song. And if I can use an image, the, the drumming beat of the church, the heartbeat of the church is the Holy Spirit. He's the one that sustains the church, holds the church, and keeps it moving. And although he's unseen, he is manifested in so many different ways. I love, there's a lot of images of the Holy Spirit in the scripture. My favorite one is the one they use today in the first reading. This image of fire. Right? It says that it appeared as tongues of fire and they came to rest on the heads of each of the apostles. Why? Because fire, it's the same element on all of them. But it's going to be manifested in a bunch of different ways. That's why Paul says we're all part of this mystical body. But we manifest Christ to the world in a million different ways. Fire is a powerful, powerful image. And this is why the saints are so gloriously different. We as Christian disciples are meant to be focused on the same thing. What's our fire? It's Jesus. We go and tell the world about Jesus. That's our job. How does that happen? Man, in millions of different ways. 
That's why the saints are just so beautiful and different. And just like there's different manifestations of the Spirit in each one of us, there are different ways that fire burns. So the question is, is if the Spirit's fire and it's in us, how do you burn? I got thinking about fire for a couple reasons. The first one was this. I told you last week I went on a trip. I was going to be gone all week. I didn't tell you where I went because I thought you'd all make fun of me or yeah, I'd never hear the end of it. I went to Hawaii. It was a business trip, I swear. It was. I was only there for three days. But when I was in Hawaii, I don't know if you've ever been there, but what makes that island so cool or set of islands is like creation is happening as you're there. Lava is still flowing. The island is still being formed. And I don't know if you know this, but underneath the Hawaiian Islands is what they call a hot spot. It is one area where lava flows out of the Earth's crust into the Pacific Ocean. This hot spot has made a mountain range underneath the Pacific Ocean that's 3,600 miles. It's incredible. Here's one for you. What's the tallest mountain in the world? Mount Everest, wrong. You're wrong. Do you know what the tallest mountain in the world is? Huh? It's Mauna Kea in Hawaii. It's, you know the big island of Hawaii? That is the peak of the mountaintop. It is 33,000 feet. Only 15,000 are outside of the ocean. The rest of it is underneath. And it's being formed by this fire. And out of this fire, this one flame, there is rainforest. There is arid, you know, lava rock. There are white sand beaches, black sand beaches. There are animals and plants that you've never seen. All of this, these manifestations, but underneath it is this fire that is sustaining the whole island. That is an incredible image of the Holy Spirit for us. Our hearts are meant to be sustained by that fire. So how do you burn? Are you burning? Or have you gone out? I was, uh, the second reason I was thinking about fire is because I love fire. I love to start fires. It's like my favorite thing to do. <clears throat> Not just in the parish. <laughs> I like to start fires. I, I, I love bonfires. I love camping. I love... There's just something about a fire that is so powerful. And I love, my, my go-to way to start a fire, gasoline, every time. I love it because it burns hot and it burns fast. It's explosive. I like the thing, it reminds me of me a little bit. Maybe you're like that. Maybe you're, you're burning hot, you're burning explosive. Or, or maybe you're not. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're like kindling. You know, you're, you're, not, you're not quite as loud and explosive, but you set other people on fire, right? That's what kindling does. It builds the fire. It's where it starts. Maybe that's you. Maybe, may, maybe you're kind of like, like really dense wood, you know, that once a fire is burning, they put that big log on and that thing just burns and burns and burns. These are the guys in the parish that I think of like our prayer warriors, right? They burn hot and they burn long. I thought of my mom when I was thinking about this. 
Or maybe, maybe you're, you might be even more explosive, but I had a chance to go, have you ever done this? My dad and my brother and I went to Canada, and we did a fly-in fishing trip, and uh, we were sitting there, and we, were, we built this fire one night, because it gets cold at night. And we had the fire going, I went to my go-to, gasoline, right? Got it, got it up and running, and we were underneath this big pine tree, and I took a, a branch of dead pine needles, and I put it on the, holy cow. That's almost more effective than gasoline. It got so hot and so bright, my dad was convinced we were going to burn down the whole cabin. He was running, grabbing water to dump and put it up. But that's another one. Maybe you burn like that. Or maybe, maybe you've gone out. I kind of feel like the church is a little smoldering fire right now. No light, no heat, no fire. I made a choice when I was a young priest that I was going to burn hot, and I was going to burn bright, and I was going to burn fast. And I made that choice when I was out at the University of Mary. We were getting ready to lead, I think, the biggest pilgrimage that has ever been taken with all the high schools to Rome. There was 125 high school kids. And I was sitting in Monsignor Shea's private chapel in my own little pity party, like, Lord, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go. I'm tired. It was a long year. I don't want to take 125 kids to Europe. And I looked up, and on the left side of his chapel is a stained glass window. And there's a quote on that window. And God spoke very, very profoundly to me with that quote. It's from the rule of St. Benedict, and it says this, Run while you have the light of life, that the darkness of death may not overtake you. What's Jesus saying to me? Burn hot, burn bright, and burn fast. Because you only got one life. And there's going to come a day when you close your eyes for the last time, and darkness will overtake you. And will you have set any fires? Will you have anybody that you know that's burning because of you? Or will you just close your eyes in darkness as death overtakes you? What Jesus is asking today on the Feast of Pentecost is he's saying, be consumed by me. Give yourself for the sake of others and the sake of the gospel. This is what the first apostles did. They were so consumed by the Spirit that they just let fires everywhere they went. Did you know one of the things that, you know Nero, right? Nero persecuted all the Christians. One of the things that drove him nuts is when he would kill Christians, he would burn them, right? He would cover them in tar and use them as lights in his garden for parties at night. And every morning he'd find the same thing. He'd find these burnt bodies with smiles on their faces. Because they weren't burning torches for Nero's party. They were burning torches of Christ. And that's what we're called to be. Jesus said, I will be with you until the end of the world. And the gates gates of hell will not prevail against you. If you believe that, you should be burning hot. Real hot. And that's why the apostles burned hot. Because they knew nothing. Nothing was impossible for God. 
Do you and I believe that? Because until we do, we're going to be a smoldering fire that's barely giving off any light and any heat. We've got all the fuel we need, you guys. We just got to ignite it. And how do you ignite it? With faith. You believe. What the world needs right now is not more economic and political solutions. Those losers have let us down enough. What we need is men and women who are on fire with the spirit of the living God. Who really believe that God can do anything. Then we will once again be lit on fire and we will burn bright and we will burn hot in this world of darkness. And like those first apostles, we will once again change the world. Come Holy Spirit and fill our hearts with your fire so that we can set this world ablaze.